0: I drink and I know things. That's what I do. I drink and I know
1: things. What's up, and welcome to I'm gonna need more wine, a podcast about shit we like and shit we don't like. This is Christine, and with me is my co host Jocelyn.
0: Hello, lovely listeners. We are so happy to be back with you. This week's episode isn't a typical one, we've got a lot of explaining to do. Uh, We sure do. It's been a minute since we
1: last recorded and last posted an episode, Um, but we got to say that work, health issues, and pandemic fatigue all contributed to this long-ass nine-month hiatus. Um, We've really had a lot going on, and as one of our lives got its shit together, the other one would fall off, and the timing was just never good, and fuck it you guys 2020 was just a garbage year and I think you all know that yes
0: just throw it in the trash much like our thoughts about Cara Dune and our Mandalorian episode Would <sighs> we take <laughs> we rescind any positive comments that we ever made about Gina fucking Carano because fuck her and fuck turfs <laughs> you know I actually
1: listened to a few of our episodes as we were discussing coming back on the air and what our show was going to look like and when we were going to come back. I started listening to our old episodes because I missed us. Yeah. You know, like you and I haven't stopped talking, but I missed having a weekly time when you and I got together and just talk shit, right? And had such a great, lovely time re-listening to our old episodes. But God damn it, we really loved Gina Carano. Oh. Yeah. and i was just sitting there with all of that new knowledge about what a garbage human being she is and i was just like fuck if i could take back any portion of any episodes that we've done it's definitely all the praise for gina carano i love Gary dune but fuck gina carano fuck that
0: lady forever Sure. But on a more serious note, um, as Christine mentioned, you know, work, health issues, pandemic fatigue, and equally as important and and significant was the death, the murder, actually of George Floyd, who was killed on May twenty fifth, which was just two days before we posted our last recording. And I don't know, it was just a lot. I think for, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that we certainly you know, state violence against black and brown people in particular is nothing new. Um, but there was something that was different um, about the, you know, just over eight minutes in which this man lost his life and it was recorded for the world to see. In addition to experiencing that very painful event, it also led to an awakening um, for many people, which you guys probably already know. And, and that awakening just felt like it seeped into every aspect of our lives. I know for me, you know, at my job, there was certainly awakening. I started getting weird calls from people that I would not really spoken to that much, feeling sad and apologetic and, and wanting to like, I don't know, reach out to their black coworker because, you know, for the first time ever, it, they had finally sort of appreciated the weight of what this is like and and although that kind of outreach is certainly, it's appreciated, but it can be a lot. And um, it's one thing when it comes from people that you have close organic relationships with, it's another thing when it comes from people that you just really only talk to in a work context and, and don't have conversations outside of the workplace. So that certainly added another layer to the processing of this very unfortunate event. And then of course we saw all of the performative responses, all of the corporations making these commitments to doing better, to embracing the Black Lives Matter movement, which was a lot as well, because we all know whether you're black or you're a woman or you're in the LGD- LGBTQ community, We know how performative these corporations can be. They trot out, you know, their symbols and their marketing for like a month. So, if it's Pride Month, it's in June, February, everyone gets openly black. And then we know that it just rolls away. And so, dealing with the cynicism and the frustration of that, and knowing that, you know, these calls to action would probably fade away because we seriously have a recency problem. It was just a lot. And the fact that, you know, life had to continue, you know, so we're working through a pandemic. We're trying to work through this painful event and it was just a lot. And, and sometimes you just got to take a beat and take a step back. And that's certainly what, you know, what I felt like I needed to do.
1: You know, when you brought up the performative nature of corporations. That really struck a tone with me because um I don't deal much with corporations with my work. I deal with Congress. And I might be in my feelings right now about this, but it f- oh, so much of what Congress has done has felt performative as well. Yes. So, part of the reason, the main reason why I had to take a back seat immediately after we wrapped on trading places is I work on policy and policing reform is in my portfolio. So I ended up leading one of the eight aspects of policing reform this summer. And that had to be my whole life to the point where I wasn't drinking water. I wasn't eating food. I had to drive down to Florida to be with my parents to make sure that I remained hydrated and fed. Like that's how much work it took to get Congress in a decent place on just one aspect of policing reform out of many. And the bill that came out of Congress, the Justice and Policing Act, would do nothing to save George Floyd's life. And then they had the nerve to stick that man's name at the front of the bill.
0: So when, when did they break out the kente cloth? Was that George Floyd? You know, when like everybody put their kente cloth around their necks and they were kneeling.
1: Oh, that was definitely the introduction of the justice and policing. Yes. <laughs> I
0: was trying to remember it. Yeah. The ultimate performative. <laughs> I see Nancy Pelosi and like Chuck Schumer, like socially distanced kneeling with kente cloths around themselves yeah (laughs) and i think i think kamala was part of that yeah that was yeah what a time
1: we don't need any of that what we need is legislation that will ensure that black people will be able to live yep and breathe freely in this country without fear from the fucking police that's what we
0: need that's what needs to be
1: passed and that's not
0: what we're getting Yep, save the cosplay, get up off your knees, and get to fucking work. So speaking of getting to work, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we're trying to do with this podcast, y'all. So
1: Jocelyn, how about you tell folks what they're in for and what might be a little different going forward?
0: Yeah, so you know, we're going to try to streamline things a little bit. I think it just makes it easier on us and hopefully easier for you to fit us into your schedule. (laughs) And and so as part of that, um, you're going to see some formatting changes. So no more shit we liked and didn't like. Of course, if rants come up organically, then we will let them fly as needed. But, you know, no structured segment around that. Um, We're going to also, you know, take out the Rona Rex. We want this to be a fun release and and so you know obviously if we have recommendations we'll give them to you but no more rona corner because fuck rona and fuck everything about it um and we're gonna also ease back into this so we're gonna do bi-weekly episodes for now as we get into the swing of things and sort of you know, continue to heal and rest and do it, we need to, to take care of ourselves. You know, we may start to bump that number up, but for now, bi-weekly, no, is it bi-weekly or bi-monthly? I think it's bi-weekly, bi week okay. oh, I have this I debate I think about how the, I have this debate about how that, because I don't think it always makes sense. Okay. You're right. It's bi-weekly guys every two weeks, just, long story short. <laughs> <laughs> um, but guess what? we'll still be doing we gonna still be drinking so that's not going anywhere we will still have our adult beverages um of our, our choice it'll probably still be a whole lot of sangria for me because that's all i've been living on during the panini so that's it christine give our lovely listeners a preview of the content that we've got coming up oh i cannot
1: wait We are back and we are black. So we are going to be focusing on some amazing films that are coming up. First up is Coming to America 2, which should be airing shortly on, what is it, on Netflix? It's going to be on Amazon
0: Prime. Um,
1: Or Amazon Prime. Look at that. Amazon Prime. Yep. Super excited for that. We're going to do a Does It Hold Up? of the original Coming to America
0: I have a feeling it's going to hold up. (laughs) I think so. so. Off the top of my head, I can think of one thing that I don't think holds up. But otherwise, I think it's going to hold up.
1: But we'll see. Yes, we will see. And another film that we will be discussing is Judas and the Black Messiah, which I'm super excited about because I honestly don't know that much about the Black Panther Party. So I'm looking forward to watching this film and honestly learning from you, Jocelyn, about the Black Panther Party.
0: Yes, I love them so very, very much. As I told Christine, um, when we were talking about, you know, what we wanted to do next in terms of new content, you know, the Black Panthers were very early heroes for me. I mean, Huey Newton, Chairman Fred, Kathleen Cleaver, just, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to talking about it as well. I think it's going to be a good episode, you know, some painful parts, particularly with what happened to Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, but it should be a good time. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And seriously,
1: y'all, thanks so much for understanding that 2020 was a garbage year for us, for all of us, and for being amazingly loyal listeners. We miss y'all, and we're happy to be back. But catch us next time when we break down Coming to America too. I honestly can't wait.
0: And in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at morewinepod. And as always, you can message us with your comments and your feedback. We look forward to Ryan with Cupcake doing his live tweeting. Of yes. us when he listens to the episode, so we can't wait to get back to that. Um, and you can also email us at morewinepod at gmail.com. And if you love the show, please leave us a five-star rating on your podcast app. Until next week. Until next time, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Take care.
1: Wear your mask. Wear your fucking mask.
0: That's
1: right. Are you ready? I'm ready.
0: That's right. All right. Okay. What's up whenever you are. Oops sorry. (laughs) 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 We're rusty
1: all right what's up and welcome to i'ma need more wine a podcast about shit we like and shit we don't like